This is Baja SAE Shop Talk, the official podcast of the Baja SAE series. Welcome to episode number eight of Baja SAE Shop Talk, the official podcast of Baja SAE. I'm your host, Amanda Petrakowski, University Program Developer at SAE International, and this is our recap of Baja SAE Rochester. What a season we've had. Before we jump into the recap from that event, I personally want to thank every team who took the time to talk to us at competition, as well as every one of you who have downloaded the podcast. I've never laughed harder than listening to some of your answers to our questions. Special shout out to the University of Akron for having the most ridiculous soundbite of the season. On a serious note, we are so excited about the response to the podcast and look forward to using it as another tool to help your team during the 2017 season. We'll be taking a break from recording podcasts over the next month or so, but check us out on Facebook where we'll be posting some videos that we've taken over the past year. On to the recap. RIT has a long history with the Baja series, as you've heard in the last episode. We've heard from a lot of students that they love the competitions this year going into it, so we knew the ending of the season at RIT would end the 40th year of Baja with a bang. As always, the RIT staff was amazing on Thursday and Friday, quickly responding to any needs that arose. I've never had orange cones delivered more quickly than I have at RIT. On Friday, we moved out to Hogback Hill. Nope. On Saturday, we moved out to Hogback Hill motocross track. We had no idea what to expect from RIT's signature suspension course, but we knew it wasn't going to be easy. They delivered with the first teeter-totter in Baja history. Mike Sorg, our on-the-ground podcast guy, talked to CJ Winninger, co-captain of the suspension course, about how in the world they came up with the idea of a teeter-totter, the best and worst strategies they saw throughout the day, and why RIT's event is close to his heart. The teeter-totter that you're referring to was an idea that I came up with walking around my backyard trying to figure out some kind of new obstacle that we could put in the track to spice things up a bit. And we always try to surprise teams, make them really think about not only their vehicle capability, but the driver ability as well and how they integrate together. And the teeter-totter seemed like a really good way to approach that. And it's something we've never seen before in the series. There's never been many constructed obstacles. It's always been more of an earth-constructed obstacle of, say, dirt or logs or rocks. And we've gotten really good feedback from all the teams. They really seem to be happy with it. And we definitely had our fair share of carnage from that obstacle as well. There were some frames that took a beating. There were some tie rods that really took a beating. So I think it it accomplished what we intended it to do. I I was fortunate to catch um, one of the teams kind of almost balanced themselves on the thing before finally coming back and back over. What was the kind of most impressive thing you saw come out of it that maybe you didn't expect when you were coming up with this thing? It had a lot of inspiration from mountain biking, which is something that a lot of my friends and myself do. And there's many teeter-totters in that sport. So what they also do sometimes is have two teeter-totters stacked next to each other, and that really makes you need to balance on it. And we saw one car, like you said, uh, get stuck pretty much right in the middle and then was able to drive off it spectacularly. We saw one team that was very brave and decided that's not a teeter-totter that's a jump so they really launched it right off the top and came down pretty hard and there was one team that uh took a, a page right out of dennis anderson the gravedigger's book and came off of it and just as it was coming down uh, hit the gas again and did a power wheelie which of all pitiful eight horsepower that you have it's pretty impressive to be able to do that <laughs> 
That's great. Um, is this your first time uh, being a captain organizing at an event like this? Yes, definitely not my, not my first rodeo with uh, Baja. I've uh, been around since 2010 and haven't missed a race since. Uh, but this will be a, a really cool experience moving forward and something I'll remember for a long time. All together, what do you think about this event and how everything went this weekend? I think most teams out there will go away happy. Uh, it's RIT's event has always been among the top three events that SAE uh, brings to the United States competitions. And just the fact that we get so many Brazilian teams to come, so many Venezuelan, uh, Korean, Indian teams from Dubai, all over the world, Canada, of course, and Mexico, that it's it just a really diverse environment. And you see so many different car ideas as well. Uh, the organizing staff is second to none. Um, you know, Jason, Marty, you know, Matt, all those guys, you can't thank them enough for all the time they put in months and months ahead of time. This, this didn't start on Thursday when we came to the track. It started years ago, and this will be something that I, we hope to carry on for more, many more years to come. I personally can't believe that it lasted the entire day. Now, that's real-world engineering. Legendary. Speaking of legends... It's always special to us and to the RIT organizers when we come to RIT because we get to give out the Mike Schmidt Memorial Award with Mike's family. It was an extremely close race going into the RIT event, but at the end of the day, we don't think you'll be surprised at the winners. Here's Mike's dad and organizer Marty Gordon giving out the award. Next award we're about to give away is the Mike Schmidt Memorial Team Award. And I'm purposely dropping part of this award because I think some of us have forgotten what this team represents, or what this award represents. It represents the dedication of an individual to a team. And from now on, this, this award is going to be known as the Mike Schmidt Memorial Award. It used to be called the Mike Schmidt Memorial Iron Team Award. And some people were forgetting about Mike Schmidt. So um, this is the Mike Schmidt Memorial Award. Mike Schmidt was a member of the original resurrected RIT Baja team. And he was on the team with uh, such luminaries as Jason Rounds. And we went to our first event in 1997 up in St. Adele, Quebec. And I was just talking to a team from uh, Canada up in Quebec that they should host again. I think it was ETS maybe. Um, but anyways, we went to our first event up in St. Adele. It was a water event, and it was snowing, and there was ice in the water, and Mike Schmidt was there. And we have a lot of other fond memories of Mike. Unfortunately, uh, just a few months before he was to graduate, Mike passed away in a tragic car accident. So this is in his memory, and he was also one of the um, reasons and forces behind the RIT team trying to get to all three North American events. That's just a little bit of a background. And Michael, do you want to come forward and maybe say a few other words? And he's going to help present this award this year. So again, the award is given to the team that has the overall best performance at all three North American Baja events. Michael Schmidt. I had no idea how many people there actually were here. Wow. 
Good news is I didn't know I was going to be invited to do this this year, so I don't have a speech. And so the bad news is I could ramble on forever, but I did make a few notes, very few, so that uh, this will be real quick. When we first, uh, I sh and I give the full credit to uh, Marty, thank you, uh, when he cooked up this thing and worked out the details, I kind of helped a little bit, but it was mainly his idea. Uh, it started out being an award that I greatly feared would be an excuse to give RIT an award and uh, soon die a quick death. Well, indeed, RIT did win the first two awards, looking only at first place now in 2001 and 2002. Since then, it has been won by ten different schools. It has not been won again by RIT. I guess we can still claim the honor of having been the only back-to-back uh, -back winners of it, but otherwise it's uh, gone to Michigan four times, Canada five times. It's really uh, been around. And if you follow the track of this award, which again goes to the speaks to people making well the compromises necessary to compete at three different events, they're not as con different as they used to be without the uh, uh, lamented water hazard uh, in the eastern, uh, lamented by me anyway, uh, water hazard in the east, which forced you to be light, uh, if nothing else. Uh, it's still, there are enough differences in terrain, and I'm, I'm, I'm apparently uh, people are using it to force excellence, which is all that engineers should be concerned with. Thank you for your patience and the envelope, please. So in third place, and a check for $500 goes to car number one, Cornell University. Okay, second place in a check for $750, car number eight, Rochester Institute of Technology. What this award, uh, along with the prize money, um, you get a plaque, and the plaque has a picture of Mike Schmidt on it, so if anybody has never seen Mike Schmidt, you can look for a plaque. Okay, um, we were giving out these huge cups, and it got a little ostentatious, so we're back to the plaques. Um, I should also point out that Sean Clapham, right down here, happy birthday, Sean, by the way. Somebody told me a secret. <laughs> He was also on a team with uh, Mike Schmidt. I wondered about that. So uh, the winner of this year's Mike Schmidt Memorial Award gets a check for $1,000. This was a very, very close race this year. I think the first, I was told at one point, the first four or five teams were very, very close. Um, and for all those teams, before we do this, I just want to see, uh, again, you can vote with your, you know, we'll vote with our hands this time. What teams here went to all three North American events? Quite a few. Give yourselves a round of applause for participating in those three events. That's a huge commitment. So again, this year's Mike Schmidt Memorial Award goes to, along with the check for $1,000, Team number two, University of Michigan, Ann Arbor.
So the uh, state of Michigan is now tied with the entire country of Canada. That is the first three-time winner and only the second back-to-back uh, -back winner. So congratulations, Michigan and Harvard. Thanks again to Mike's family and Marty, his organizing committee, all of the teams, all of the sponsors, and all of the volunteers that helped make this event successful. That wraps up the 40th season of Baja. Be sure to check us out over the summer on Facebook where we'll have our videos I mentioned earlier. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks, everyone, and here's to 40 more years. Thanks for listening to Baja SAE Shop Talk. As always, we want to hear from you, so email BajaSAE at SAE.org. The show notes for this episode, as well as all others, can be found at www.BajaSAE.net slash podcast. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next episode. Hey, everyone, you stuck around. Usually this is the time of the show where we have some bloopers or some outtakes, but instead we decided we were going to give you the 2017 schedule early before it was released to the public. So get your pen and paper ready. Ready? We're going to kick off the season April 27th through 30th for Baja SA California. That's in Gorman, California, same location as this year. Then we'll be heading to Pittsburgh, Kansas, May 25th through 28th. That's Memorial Day weekend. For Baja SA Kansas, and that is at Pittsburgh State University. We'll be closing out the season in Peoria, Illinois, June 7th through 10th. That is a Wednesday through Saturday event for Baja SA Illinois, and that'll be at the Edwards Demonstration and Learning Center, the same place it was three years ago. So, again, April 27th through 30th, Baja SA California, May 25th through 28th, Baja SA Kansas, June 7th through 10th. Baja SA Illinois. Check the news feed and social media. We'll be releasing more information about the entire CDS schedule for next year, as well as when registration will be opening. Thanks again for listening. You guys are awesome.